Hey, welcome to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am Chris with my lovely bride, Jamie, and thank you for joining us. So we are talking about, a, it's well, it's a sensitive topic to me, but, <laughs> but I think it, it applies to a lot of couples out there because mm-hmm. we'll hear this, like it's, well, it definitely applies to couples, but it mm-hmm. also applies to the couple situation in in-law or oh, yeah. family situation, which well, is... Well, I think just in people. In people, yeah. Yeah, in people groups. <laughs> people groups, yeah. yeah. Sure, people groups. Well, because, look, this is coming out around the holidays, and so there's going to be a lot of people who run into the situation where it's like, hey, you know what? It, it, it's just the weekend. Just let's just, we'll just suck it up. I, I need you, my spouse, to suck it up because we're going to mm-hmm. be around family members whom, you know, we can just b- grit and bear it. We can right. white knuckle it and go through this. And what they're doing is they're peacekeeping. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. don't know it. They don't yeah. know it because we'll, we'll talk more about, mm-hmm. about my history. Th- mm-hmm. thought I was peacemaking, but they're, they're peacekeeping. And that's really, there's right. a, a, an important distinction between being a peacekeeper and a peacemaker. Right, right. And mm-hmm. one of those is biblical. Yeah. And it's not the peacekeeper. <laughs> and, and, and perhaps that's the one that actually is more effective and, and works long term. Maybe. 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 Let, let, you'll know by the end of this episode, <laughs> you'll have your answer. But that is, that's what we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. Are you a peacemaker or are you a peacekeeper? Right. Because they are different and God calls us to be peacemakers. Mm-hmm. And so he says in Matthew 5, 9, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called children of God. Yeah. And he also tells us in Psalm 34, 14, that we are to seek peace and pursue it. Mm. We're not mm-hmm. called to keep the peace. Right. And we're going to talk about a lot of the differences, but 100%, this is something your, your peacekeeping affected our marriage. Sure. Well, it's, it, it's hard for any behavior that one person's doing not to affect the marriage because That's two became also true. one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so there is going to be an outreach, especially when something like this involves when you get around people groups, mm-hmm. involves mm-hmm. when you're getting around more than one person. So it, it, it takes place when you're alone as well, just the two of you, but especially when conflict or mm-hmm. the potential of conflict arises when there's multiple people around. Yeah. And I think like you mentioned how the holidays are here and stuff and Christmas is coming. And I think this has got to be the most stressful Mm. time of year, like Thanksgiving, holidays, Christmas, all of that for people who are more passive or who are peacekeepers. Oh yeah. Because that's a lot to balance when you know we're going to be around all the family. (laughs) Everybody has different views, different thoughts, different Mm -hmm. ways they live their life. And you take on that full responsibility of I'm the one who has been designated to make sure everybody gets along and there's no fights. There's no nothing. Cause that's kind of the goal of a peacekeeper is absence of conflict. Right. Like don't have any waves. I know you, you still hate waves. Oh yeah. Like waves. Yeah. My, my philosophy is keep things smooth, right? <laughs> Just nice and smooth. Yeah. Don't give, don't give me waves. Don't, don't, we don't need the high seas. 
right? yeah. at, at, at Thanksgiving or Christmas time. Yes. <laughs> or even on the drive to the store, we just right. need things to be nice and smooth. So yeah, you're right. There's a lot of anxiety, whether it's identified or not, it's anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stress. It's mm-hmm. this turmoil or angst or whatever you want to talk about it. Right. That's where it's going. And, and even just arguments within our own little family, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I can't everybody just get along, you know? <laughs> yeah. and, and so I would jump in with that or jump in with mm-hmm. extended family or when there's other friends or things like that and close friends, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, ones I care about. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that... that where I would jump in and try just like, why can't everybody get along? Mm-hmm. Because it would make me feel so uncomfortable. Right, right. It makes you real angsty mm. when there's turmoil or when the the waves are rocking. That's, sure. that's really hard. And the challenge was, is I thought I was being a peacemaker. Right. But really what I found out and what you might find out if you feel mm-hmm. that you're a peacemaker is you're actually a peace faker. Ooh. It's it's peace at all yes. costs. It's not real peace. Mm-hmm. So you're not really making peace. Mm-hmm. You're faking peace. You're just trying to yeah. keep the peace. You know, it's almost like, it's almost like I was thinking when you're uh, talking about the opening. I was mm-hmm. thinking about like the forces that go in and the peacekeeping forces. They're mm-hmm. not trying to fix anything. They're mm-hmm. just trying to keep people from not causing harm at that time. But mm-hmm. they're not really. You know, it's it's a fake peace. It, right. it's, everybody's just gonna when when hey. When a police officer, they have their car on the side of the road, pointing towards the road, everybody slows down. (laughs) It doesn't actually keep people from speeding past that or before that, but during that time, everybody fakes like they're gonna. I wasn't speeding at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so and then they immediately once they pass them, they they speed right speed back. Speed right up back up. And do yeah, and mm-hmm. that's kind of the goal. And so we're gonna dive right into it there, yeah. talking about the traits of a peacekeeper mm-hmm. because that was an excellent example of what a peacekeeper like tries to do. It's mm-hmm. like I'm not really thinking long term here. Is all I know is right now. Right now, I'm feeling angsty. I don't like that you guys are arguing. I don't mm-hmm. like that we're arguing. So let's let's short let's, term. Can, can we just put a lid on that and push pretend we're all okay? Push down, you're, and then just everybody be okay. Yeah, because they're they're more focused, and this is one of the traits of a peacekeeper is they have a focus on maintaining order, mm-hmm. maintaining the status quo, sure, and preventing conflict. Let's everyone just just go along to get along. Yes. Yeah. Just just do whatever you need to. No, and, and that's not fixing anything. And mm-hmm. they'll also, the second thing they'll do is they'll try to be neutral. They take mm-hmm. these neutral stances. Like, I'm not going to pick sides in this. In fact, I may talk to you each separately, take both of your sides, right. and just, I'll tell you what I need to tell you to calm you down, to make you okay. You, you know how they can get, you know, let's, <laughs> let, let's just go ahead and ride this out. And, and yes. you can be the bigger person. You can show oh, that you're you the bigger person in this and, and everybody will know it's that you're, you're doing the sacrifice. Somebody listening right now has had a spouse <laughs> say that to them. You know how my mom is. You mm-hmm. know how my dad gets. You know how my sister is. You just mm-hmm. take it with a grain of salt. All that, just go along they, to get they along. They don't mean it. You know they don't really mean it. They, yes. grew, they grew up hard. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And that causes, and if you're the people pleaser, if you're the, the peacekeeper, 
like doing that in crowds or with families, that ramps up marital problems. Absolutely. Because I'm, I, I'm being neutral, but I'm picking sides. You are. You're dismissing, and we'll mm-hmm. just be personal with this. Like you're dismissing, <laughs> you know, my feelings and saying, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to be upset by things. Right. I need you to calm down. I need you to go along and get along mm-hmm. like me. Right. For that person, for the family members, for the extra people, or whoever yeah, it I, is. I need you to fix the situation yes. inside of you, which really isn't addressing the situation. No. It's allowing for probably not good behavior. Right. No, across the board. I mean, sometimes, yeah. look, there's there's things that just stir up, and, and all of a sudden people are in disagreements and over something, and it's okay. But there's when we're talking about the holidays, mm-hmm. there's usually predictable things that are reoccurring yeah. that um, certain personality traits or, or types or whatever mm-hmm. that, that run in that people avoid. Yeah. People tiptoe around instead of actually identifying or calling it for what it is. Right. And there's no, like, neutrality doesn't work well in a marriage. In a marriage where two have become one, where you're Mm -hmm. called to leave and cleave, Mm -hmm. neutrality... I mean, we need to be picking the sides of our spouses. Right. Or we need to be addressing the problems. If you have a spouse who indeed is handling something wrong, Mm -hmm. or maybe they're part of the problem... We can't just be neutral and act as if they're not, Mm-mm. and we can't be neutral and ask our spouse to just submit to toxic family members or toxic sure. people in their lives. Yeah, and just 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 to um, dovetail off of what you're saying, if mm-hmm. if our spouse is look, it's part of being kind. We do need to mm-hmm. share with one another lovingly. Hey, here is where I think that you have a role. Yeah, and uh, and and call that out and each other. That's right. Because we are supposed to help to be there as supports to each other. And so Mm -hmm. allowing bad behavior, allowing ungodly behavior to be acceptable is not godly. No, it's not. It's not at all. And Mm -hmm. and we want to be people because a peacekeeper will also, they attempt to keep the peace by avoiding all the conflict. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, they're not dealing with the root issues. No. And it's not helpful if we're not moving forward and fixing the actual problem and digging mm-hmm. up the toxic roots or the toxic behaviors and addressing those. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to be stuck at that peacekeeping level where it's all above the surface. Mm-hmm. And as long as we look okay, nobody cares about the elephant in the room. We all know it's there, <laughs> but let's not talk about it. Right. No, we don't want elephants in our rooms. We mm-hmm. don't want an elephant between us as a couple, and we don't want them in our family. And I think like as counselors... Mm-hmm. That is a very common situation that couples we see grew up with. Yeah. They grew up Mm -hmm. with families that swept everything under the rug, Mm -hmm. and it was about keeping the peace and not talking about the elephant in the room. Right. It's keeping appearances. It's Mm -hmm. not real peace. Right. And everybody knows that. Everybody knows there's things you can't talk Mm -hmm. about. Everybody knows there's things you can't bring up. Right. There's a a common knowledge or or language or or understanding, I guess that'd be the better way of putting it, a common understanding of what is and isn't allowed to be discussed or brought Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. And if you're traveling for the holidays Mm -hmm. and you just had Thanksgiving and you're going into Christmas, you know there's a list. That, that you're oh. going to get of, you know what, remember, don't say this. Don't mm-hmm. talk about this with don't my dad. Don't bring this up. Mm-hmm. Don't mention that. All of that. Now, some of it might be healthy. You know, it's sure. like, let's not, there's a well, lot of things. We don't we, need to poke the bear. Right. We don't need to do that. But it's also, there's fear in that list mm-hmm. of like, please don't, just don't say this. Mm-hmm. Just don't do this. And here's how you're going to behave. And here's what you're going to talk about. And here's what you're not going to talk about. Right. 
that's if you're given that list, you probably fall in the peace keeper category. Well, it's, and it's another one of those traits that we're tending to focus on behavior, mm-hmm. that walking on eggshells, yeah. right? You know, so it, it don't stir the pot. Yeah. You know what? Like, and this could even, not even the holidays, right? It's, hey, we need to be quiet around this person mm-hmm. or what well, we know how they, can, they mm-hmm. can be when then this situation happens. So we need to change our behavior yeah. to accommodate that because ultimately we're trying to control their responses. That's right. Ultimately, we're stepping into roles that we don't have control over mm-hmm. and it, it really doesn't help situations. It, it teaches people mm-hmm. how to be uh, not complacent. What am I thinking? Like appeasing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, And I think a lot of you, if you're a peacekeeper, you were likely raised this way. Mm -hmm. Not always, but a lot of families where it's, you have a toxic person, let's say in the family, maybe an alcoholic father. And then you've got a mother who's like, don't upset your dad, Mm -hmm. get the house clean, get this done. Or Or your mom, who's a anger management, perfectionist, you know, it's like, get all this stuff done before mom comes home. Right. And mm-hmm. you were told, walk on these specific eggshells. That way your behaviors will dictate your father or mother's response. Mm-hmm. That is faulty teaching. It is. What's yeah. unfortunate is it works, but it only works for a short term and it makes your life more stressful because those people start expecting you to do the dance. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what happened with us is when you were that, that peacekeeper Mm -hmm. and would do all these things. And this is earlier on in our marriage where I had so much healing to do, but your peacekeeping made me like a chaos breeder. (laughs) Like it made me create chaos because your peacekeeping became my fix. It became the answer Mm. to how I knew you loved me. Mm. If Mm -hmm. I get chaotic and I wasn't being intentional with this, but it's what it stirred up in me. We could go while we practice. Let me bring out the dramatics. Let me bring out the the chaos and let Mm -hmm. me be angry. And then it's almost like a test for you. And then you would just acquiesce. Yeah. And be like, okay, let me just cave to whatever she wants. Mm -hmm. And now when he did that, I would know, okay, you love me. Mm -hmm. And so your peacekeeping became my toxic fix. And it left us in this like really bad cycle. Sure. Well, we've talked about this on prior episodes as well, where, you know, because we get good at what we practice, Mm -hmm. I never gave you the opportunity to practice getting over things. Right. Right, because you were always uh-huh. catering to me. Mm-hmm. And so, and I or don't trying think to, to prevent you from getting upset. Right. And I don't think, as the peacekeeper, you've ever stepped back and thought, like, hey, you know what would be great is if everybody depended on me <laughs> to jump through all these hoops, mm-hmm. rings of fire, so that way they can all be okay. Nobody really needs to care about me. Mm-hmm. What I want, what I desire, what I need, it's irrelevant. I just want to jump through everybody else's hoops and be high stressed and exhausted all the time. Right. And just keep there from being, kick the can can down the road. Right. Right. You know what? Have have short term peace. Mm. Right. And as long as I can feel okay in the moment. Right. Then that's okay. 
We'll, right. de- we'll deal with the other stuff later. No, and it, it just builds up resentment. And that's kind of where we ended up is mm-hmm. you would keep the peace, keep the peace. And I would just amp it up and keep amping it up. And then you would do that. But you can only do that for so long. Oh, you can yeah. only hold that beach ball that's... underwater for so long mm-hmm. before it pops up and busts you in the mouth. <laughs> you know, And <laughs> that's kind of what happened. water everywhere, yeah. Just that passive aggressiveness would come out. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you would explode. And now I'm completely undone. Because now it's like, oh, no, maybe he doesn't care. He doesn't love. And it was just, it was a mess. And so the long-term goal, if you don't keep the long-term in mind, you're just always going to be pulling the short stick. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do that. Uh, oh, the hamster on a wheel. Yeah. I'm just thinking you'll always be in that scramble, always be in that circle, yep. in that cycle, because you're just looking for what's around the corner mm-hmm. versus far term, far long-term, mm-hmm. long-term benefits. Mm-hmm. Long term, what do we want to look like in 10, 20, 30 years? What do we want our retirement years to right. look like? And and what about this behavior? Mm. Do we want to keep having it happen? Do mm. we want to keep be spoken to like that? Do we want to keep walking on eggshells? Yeah. And if the answers are no, then it's like, okay, I've got to do something different. Mm-hmm. But catering to toxicity or poor behavior and all that is never going to repair Mm -mm. it. So we need more goals. Right. In a lot of situations, not all, but in a lot of situations, Mm -hmm. it actually makes you complicit. Right. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. So let's get you out of peacekeeping and let's talk about like, how do we become peacemakers instead of peace fakers, which is peacekeepers. Uh Uh And first of all, I think we've got to have the proper goal. It can't be that short-term vision. Mm -mm. It's got to be, you know what? I want to create real peace. Mm -hmm. That's what God calls us to, to seek peace and pursue it. We want to pursue real peace. And that means we need to get more focused on resolution instead of avoidance. Mm -hmm. We need to go, you know what? Peace is going to be found when we kind of resolve this issue, when we come into agreement, even Mm -hmm. if we disagree, but we've dealt with it and we've gotten to the root issues. And so that's another trait there is we've got to engage in the conflict. Mm. We've got Mm -hmm. to address root issues. And I know that probably just horrified. (laughs) (laughs) That's an anxiety (laughs) statement right there, isn't it? There are people who just went, peace out. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. If that's part of it, I don't want to do it. Peace out. You, you said yes. you said this, the conflict word. I'm gone. <laughs> well, you know, and look, it's because we. You probably have a faulty definition of conflict, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and a faulty mindset of conflict, which has come through yeah. experience and all that. We we have something to help with that. Mm-hmm. A, a course on conflict that would highly recommend. That's mm-hmm. certainly a lot of personal experience and growth had come through part of that that or was poured into yeah. um, that that LOVE through conflict course, which we'll talk about at the end. Mm-hmm. But certainly, if we see conflict in the right ways mm. as ways for growth, as opportunities, as opportunities for mm. for having a better relationship, a closer relationship, better intimacy and and achieving goals, then we'll actually address those issues mm-hmm. instead of just trying to have temp- temporary fixings, right? That, right. that placating or, or appeasing behavior or trying to kick the, the can down the road mm-hmm. kind of things. We'll actually be able to, to walk into, at least mm-hmm. more, with more confidence uh, and less freaking out in this, um, yeah, yeah, we'll be able to walk into that and start to work on something long term. The real permanent. issues, and you working throughout the years, working on your peacekeeping, 
helped me learn how to handle conflict better. Because I'm not mm-hmm. one who's scared of conflict. I am a <laughs> gloves up, bring it on, I'm going to win kind of a girl. But that's not, I mean, that's its own type of toxicity right, right there. But you no longer tolerating that is what helped me learn like, okay, I've got to tone things down. I've got to, because you're now demanding me to have better conflict with you. Mm-hmm. Because you stopped being willing to tolerate the ways I was treating you and the ways I would have conflict. And so you working to grow yourself in this area was one of the number Mm. one things that helped me get much better with conflict. Nice. And so Mm -hmm. it it really is a win. And that's the resolution, you know, that we're looking for. And part of that, again, when we go back to that neutrality concept, no, we've got to, if you want to be a peacemaker, we've got to learn how to speak the truth Mm. Mm-hmm. And we've got to know that, you know what, we need to speak truth for the other person. Yeah. And you telling me that, you know what, I'm not going to have this conversation with you yelling like this or whatever it was we mm-hmm. went through, that's you taking a stand and you're giving me the opportunity to grow in that. That is a mm-hmm. truth that probably scared the heck out of you yes. to say those <laughs> things, but it was a truth that was beneficial for me because mm-hmm. you tell me that that's going to make me mad. Mm-hmm. And I know I got mad a lot, but I also had to chew on it because it was truth and it was God's truth. And it was And you kind. were leading me into mm-hmm. where God wanted me to grow. And Romans 14, 19 tells us, so then let us pursue what makes for peace and mutual upbuilding. Ooh, yeah. Peace and mutual upbuilding. Mm-hmm. They go together. And so if you want to have peace, you have to be willing to say the hard things that help people become better. Mm -hmm. And with holidays and all that, sometimes it is mom, dad, if we can't deal with this, if we can't have civil conversations, if you keep criticizing my wife, Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. keep calling out my husband like that, we're going to have to go. Right. Like that is horrifying. But that's a lesson your parents who aren't respecting boundaries probably mm-hmm. need to hear. Yeah. And so that's for mutual upbuilding. That's always a goal of being a peacemaker. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And another trait of a peacemaker instead of a peacemaker or a peacekeeper, mm-hmm. they're ministers of reconciliation. Yeah. Look, we're, we're, yeah. We, we're called to be ministers of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. 2 Corinthians 5.18 says, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself mm-hmm. and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. Right? The ministry of reconciliation. You are a minister yeah. to what, of what? To reconcile. As It goes on later on, just as much as it's up to you, mm-hmm. be reconciled to everyone. We're trying to reconcile everyone to Christ. We're trying right. to reconcile everyone to God. Well, we got to be... <laughs> We, we got to be reconciling yeah. with one another first, as much as it's up to us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Reconciliation does take two, right? two-person support, but we have to start to engage that because we're the ministers. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we can't bring reconciliation if we're trying to breed comfort and self-protection mm-hmm. and avoidance. If we're all worried about our own self-protection. Right. And if you don't ever allow conflict, mm-hmm. you can't ever get to reconciliation. Right. And so there needs to be that contrast of, you know what, if we weren't dead in our sin, we wouldn't need life in Christ. If we weren't in disagreement over truth and lies, Mm -hmm. then we're never going to get to the other side of it. Right. And so we have to engage in those conflicts 
in order for truth to win, Mm. in order Mm -hmm. for Christ to win in these things and to win people over, we have to be willing to get in the trenches and say, you know what, let's figure this out. Yeah. We're on the same team here, Mm -hmm. or here's the truth you need to hear because of my love for you. Right. Because it's a kindness act, and it's Jesus' kindness that leads us to repentance. Yes, and so when Chris was mentioning the How to L-O-V-E Your Way Through Conflict course, that is a great course for you if even the word conflict is stressful to you. (laughs) If you are a peacekeeper, if you are a voider, if you struggle with people-pleasing and passivity, you hear some of our own story in it, we get really practical. You get steps on how to engage in conflict Mm, because mm -hmm. conflict can be a really good thing for your marriage. And it's because of that resolution, that reconciliation that it brings. And so you really want to have it well. And so if that is something you're interested in or if something you struggle with, we highly recommend that you go check out this course. There'll be a discount code in our show notes and in the bio so you can grab that there because it is a gift that will keep on giving for a long time (laughs) in your marriage. But, But here's the deal. Peacekeepers, they're going to focus on maintaining order, on stability in the moment. Mm-hmm. If they're going to focus on their own feelings. Yep. And that's going to be the goal. That's the driver. But peacemakers, they're the ones who are actively working towards that long-term peace, mm-hmm. that peace that involves reconciliation and transformation and good growth. And that's what we want to do. And yep. so if you want more real peace in your life and in your marriage, becoming a peacemaker, that's the thing that's going to help you. Enjoy the journey. <laughs>